we've got a little bit of time, and I wanted just to take a couple minutes and end with some Q&A. Uh, so Candace is actually going to join me for that. And uh, if you guys have any questions at all about uh, what we've been talking about or anything related to dating or relationships, then uh, fire away. Elena. I'll repeat the question to everyone can hear. Is it important to like the friends of the person you're dating? Uh, we actually talked about this. Did we? Yeah. Oh, I forgot. You should probably <laughs> say it then. <laughs> um, we, we, well, we like dabbled. There was a part where we said, first thing first, like make sure they actually have friends. Because that, I, I know that seems like obvious, but there are some people who, you know, you end up becoming their friend. Um, so I would say make sure first that they have friends. Um, and then if they do have friends, then I do think it is important um, that you like their friends. Um, I can think of, there's an example of, um, like, I know it's kind of cliche, but they say like your friends are like, they produce your character in a way. So the people you hang out with, you become that way. Um, and it seems cliche, but it is true. So the people that they're hanging out with, they're gonna either be mimicking their behaviors or they're going to be, um, I don't know, I, don't, I just don't think they're gonna be friends. Um, so Michael, yeah, you can pass on on that. Yeah, well, you know, I, I don't know that you need to be best buds with, your, with with all their friends, you know, like partly one of the reasons for that is that you're a guy and her friends are probably girls. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she's a girl and her friends are probably, you know, what is it, guys. I'm mixing that up. Uh, but, you know, you can learn a lot about a person from who their friends are. So at the very yeah. least, it's good to get to know their friends and hopefully you guys get along. If you don't, well, you know, hopefully you can get to know each other a little better. But I think at the very least, get to know their friends. That's probably a, a good way to learn about them. Should Catholics date Protestants and vice versa? Um, well, the reason that this could be an issue, I'll just sort of maybe try to um, maybe give a little context to the question. Um, Catholics and Protestants um, are both uh, people who profess faith in Christ. And, you know, I know uh, that probably most of us here would come from a Protestant background. I don't think there's anyone here from a Catholic background. Maybe I'm wrong, but... Um, I know that a lot of Protestants oftentimes have looked on Catholics with a little bit of suspicion and have wondered, are Catholics really Christians? Um, there are many Catholics who are genuine Christians, and I've known some of them. Um, and, you know, maybe Catholics have that same suspicion about us. I don't know. But um, I would just say that there are some significant theological differences there. And I think it's really important that that is something that has been significantly talked through. If you're a couple that's moving toward marriage, uh, because I think... The reality is, maybe in ways that are not necessarily obvious at first, but are, uh, I think, nevertheless, still very significant. Theology matters. Um, theology shapes the way that you see God, and what you think about God is one of the most important things about you. Um, the way that you would think God um, relates to you is really significant. If you think that you, know, you have to kind of earn your way to salvation, or maybe after you become a Christian, kind of keep your salvation by doing enough good things— well, then that's going to really shape the way that you experience everything in life. So it's really important just to talk about those things. And, um, you know, every single relationship is different. I, you know, I would, I would imagine it probably would not be um, particularly common to see that sort of relationship. Um, 
move forward well. Two people are kind of deeply theological enough to really work through some of those things. But, you know, Scripture doesn't say anything about it, so I don't want to go beyond what Scripture says there. But just, you know, be wise. Um, and no matter, you know, by the way, if you're in that kind of relationship, or, you know, I think even if you're both Christians, maybe even from kind of a similar uh, faith tradition, it still is really important just to kind of talk about the different things that you believe. Um, and, you know, if there's some really pivotal uh, issues where you guys find, man, like, Christians can charitably disagree about this, but, you know, I'm not quite sure how we're going to work this out in a marriage. Um, I've actually been in a relationship where we actually broke up because we had some different views on an issue that was very, very important to her, and I was not able to um, see things in that same way. And just for a lot of different reasons that I won't go into, um, we just kind of realized, well, I think this is maybe one of several reasons why this probably is not the best idea. So, yeah. uh, was there, Ollie, was your hand up back there? What do you do if your girlfriend's friends don't like you because of your Christian beliefs? Absolutely. Pray for them. I would just say, like, pray for them and be kind to them. Um, pray for a softening of their hearts. But if your girlfriend is a Christian, um, I mean, that's, that's what's most important is that you guys are equally yoked. Um, Oh, yeah. Is chemistry required? Is chemistry required? Well, you know, one of the things about biblical wisdom is that I don't know that it necessarily speaks in terms of requirements. But I think wisdom is sort of just um, these things you want to think about in a way pretty seriously. Um, so, you know, I don't know that there's, you know, like there's a verse in the Bible that says don't marry a non-Christian. I, I, I'm struggling to think of a verse that says don't marry the person if you're not attracted to them. And, of course, you know, that's good because in some cultures – there are arranged marriages. You don't even get to pick who you marry. And actually, just by the way, arranged marriages are a great testimony to the fact that if, you're, if two people love Jesus and love each other, then the marriage is kind of doomed to succeed. <laughs> Which is pretty cool. Pretty cool. But, you know, like we live in a culture that has dating. And so unless you're, you know, wanting your parents to arrange your marriage or something, you kind of should <laughs> um, be wise in how you approach the person that you might uh, pursue. So, going back to the question about chemistry, um, I mean, I think, like, even though, yeah, arranged marriages are a testimony to how you can have a marriage and have, it, have that, that function and work, I think, um, you know, it, it's going to be probably pretty challenging to be in a marriage where, for example, um, you and your spouse really uh, are not attracted to each other. That's just, you know, ideally, that's probably something that would be nice to avoid. <laughs> um, and yeah, you know, I think just we've talked a couple of times, both tonight and last week, about just the importance of friendship as kind of one of those, you know, uh, chemistry factors. And yeah, you know, man, like it's so great and important that you really feel like I can relate to this person and have friendship with them, have healthy communication with them. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's important. Yeah. Another hand over here. No. Okay. Uh, Cody. What does the Bible say about the friend zone? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, this uh, exceeds my wisdom. <laughs> the friend zone. Um, okay, yeah, I need to think about it for a second. Okay, the friend zone. 
Oh, the friend zone. Oh, what to do about the friend zone. Well, um, first of all, um, <laughs> it's rough. <laughs> it's rough, yeah. Candace says. I think, you know, if you've ever been in the friend zone, I'm sure you can, you can probably relate. Yeah, you know, um, I, I'm not totally sure what all is behind the question, but I think probably, I'm, I'm guessing you're sort of referring to the phenomenon of when, you know, let's say you um, might try to pursue a relationship with someone and they just say, you know, let's just be friends. Um, you know, uh, probably if a person says that to you, um, then you, you should listen to them. <laughs> um, you probably shouldn't stalk them or uh, try to like follow them around or creep them out or something. Like respect the fact that they are not in a position of wanting to date you right now. <laughs> and maybe that'll change, but right now it has not changed. So, you know, respect them. If you feel the Lord leading you to maybe like, with all the character and godliness you can muster to try to like pursue them, to change their mind, then maybe that's one thing, but you know, just listen to them. <laughs> and you know, maybe another question might be, is it possible for there to still be kind of a friendship once the cat's out of the bag and you kind of like try to pursue a person and then they friend zone you? Well, you know, gosh, every friendship is different. Um, every relationship is different. Um, unfortunately, the reality is sometimes, like, that may not be possible. That might alter the friendship. Uh, so that's, you know, that's, that's, that's possible. I think sometimes guys can maybe uh, not realize this, that, you know, like, if you have kind of explored a romantic relationship with a girl, and maybe it hasn't quite worked out. You know, I think sometimes the guy thinks that, oh, you know, we can just be friends again, right? Well, you know, just maybe. Um, but just know that, like, emotions are powerful things. And if you um, kind of open up, and this, this applies to guys and girls, you know, if you open up the box of that, um, you know, the, the other person may just not really feel uh, safe to kind of have that same amount of friendship and intimacy that you might have had in the friendship stage. Um, and you need to respect that. You know, don't mess with people's hearts. <laughs> don't do that. So, and on the flip side, you know, there's a verse in the Bible that says, guard your heart, for it's the wellspring of life. Um, so, you know, it could be that maybe you actually need to have some healthy boundaries and say, man, um, I just think this really needs to kind of firmly stay in the zone of friendship, and I'm not, I just don't think it's healthy for me or wise for me to kind of dabble in kind of having a foot in the friendship zone and then a foot in the um, just like to like if someone doesn't want to continue in a friendship with you that may be out of um, care for your heart so like as in they may not want to give you the wrong idea um, you know moving forward um, or they may have thought oh maybe I was a little too friendly to that person and kind of gave them the wrong signs and so that's why they expressed um, that they liked you. So just know that. Um, I'd also say like, if you're continually going into this like friend zone and there's like these girls that you've liked or these guys that you've liked over and over, um, you may need to examine your heart and see if you might be a serial dater um, because that can be like a central focus. Um, speaking from someone who I, I feel like I once was that where I would kind of put my focus on a certain person and really like them, and then I realized that it was an idol in my life. Um, so just be checking your heart and make sure like, 
okay, like, is, do I actually like this person or do I just want a project and someone to like? Um, and once you get to that point, and if that is an issue, then bring it to God and God will help heal that wound. Um, so yeah, just keep that in mind too. Got time for one more? Yeah, Will? Um, how much of your relationship should you share about with your friends? How much of your relationship should you share about with your friends? You know, I'm going to talk about this a little bit next week. Um, I'll give a little spoiler. You know, if it's a good relationship, you should be proud of it. Like, you should be excited about it. Guys, if you're ashamed to tell people that you have a girlfriend, well, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you should be excited about that. And you know the girl's going to be able to tell if you're not excited about it. I'm saying this from personal experience uh, because I have erred probably multiple times in this area. If any of those people are listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so, so uh, yeah, you know, it probably, is, it probably is good if you are excited to talk to your friends about your relationship. Um, you know, like, as with any, uh, like, inter- not just dating, but just, like, any relationship with any person. You know, like, don't be a gossip. <laughs> mm. um, you know, like, relationships are designed... To be spaces where you can have intimacy. Um, I'm not talking like, right now about physical intimacy. I'm just talking about like, you know, into me you see. <laughs> um, That's good. Uh, and, and so like those are meant to be places where maybe you're able to kind of talk about things that are personal to you that are not meant to be kind of broadcast to the whole world. So, you know, don't break trust. Mm-hmm. Um, don't break trust. Is there any other kind of anything else behind that question or is that? I think we, we got, we'll do one more. Ryan, you had your hand up. What do you think about, uh, what's the stance on, like, friends of the opposite sex where it just stays platonic? Is that cool? Oh, yeah, sure. Well, um, yeah, you know, different, different Christians have different perspectives <laughs> on things. Um, and, yeah, you know, like, I don't, yeah, I mean, I've known some awesome <laughs> um, friendships like that. You know, it's, sometimes it can be tricky uh, because, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes one friend kind of has a different idea about what the friendship is than the other friend, but... Um, you know, don't be a legalist and say, oh, you know, huh, I'm a girl and I can never, ever be friends with a man. Or, you know, I'm a man and I can never, ever be friends with a girl. You know, honestly, um, we need each other. Um, we need each other in the body of Christ. It says in Genesis that when God made uh, human beings in the image of God, male and female, he created them. So um, if you only have one gender, then you're actually missing out on the full image. And so it's so important that in the church, the church is a space where men and women can be friends. Um, so, yeah, I mean, be aware that sometimes, like, uh, yeah, there's dynamics going on in that friendship, and you may not be aware of them, and then you might find out too late. <laughs> so, yeah, but, but, yeah, no, I think that could be a great thing if you're wise about it.